episode 48. Safer at home. Welcome everyone to the 48th episode of Under the Cowl. I'm David Lloyd, your host, and I'm also the co-owner of Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles, uh, which was recently at a comic book store in West Bend, Wisconsin. We had to close the doors to our brick-and-mortar store, but we retained a handful of customers and we're operating a little bit different. Uh, now we're literally an underground comic book store. So that's just a little bit of a background uh, for those who are, are new to this. So how does any comic book store, underground, above ground, or otherwise, how, how do they deal with what's going on in the world right now, specifically in the United States, and more specifically in Wisconsin, one of the states that has more or less been shut down um, our governor is calling this the safer at home um, thing. It, it's, I don't know, it, it doesn't matter what you call it. Basically, they've ordered the shutdown of non-essential businesses, uh, comic book store, unless it's, uh, you know, providing some sort of food, if, if you're licensed for that as well, and you have things like that, then technically you can be open. We're not, but we've we found a, a few loopholes to 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 do a little bit of business um, this this past week, but ultimately we're we're closed down for uh, well for until we're told we can open up again. However, we are still continuing on in some ways. We we have a comic book club that meets every Saturday, and we have the Crimson Cowl Comic Club podcast. That show will continue on. This show will continue on. But it'll be a little bit different. So rather than this being what people talk about where they're, when they're here in the store, we're probably going to do some stuff online. So we can still keep in touch. Uh, all the customers that we have, we've become friends. We, we talk. Uh, we hang out. People come over here. They, they play D&D and you know, things like that. So there's some communication. I mean, we're going to keep doing that. And we invite them to join us online through, through other means in order to continue to have have these conversations that we have sitting around the comic book store. So at the time that I'm recording this, it's Saturday, March 28th, um, you know, recording this, this intro. I should say that this episode was actually recorded last week, Saturday, um, kind of a week behind with, with things being what they are. It's just been crazy all over the place. And so um, a few things have changed, in, including that, that order that, yeah, we would be closed down, uh, basically. And uh, Diamond Comics is also shut down. So there will be no new comics. So this past Wednesday was our final shipment until, well, we don't even know when, we'll, we'll, when we're going to get more. We don't know. But we're trying to continue on as best we can. Our orders through Diamond were due Thursday. So we still place those. And we're continuing on everything as though we're still operating. Even though we have no customers, we have no ability to really sell anything besides any online sales that we might do. 
things like that. Uh, so we're just continuing on the best we can. Now, for the club, you know, we, we decided that we were going to try and use Zoom, which is, a lot of businesses will use that to kind of like do these video chats and stuff like that. Um, there's a free version, there's a paid version, and so we kind of started playing around with that. In fact, our test run, and a, a little bit before the club that we recorded today, uh, will be the next episode of Under the Cowl. And so it's going to be the audio from that, but as a bonus, and this is the, you know, if anything good has come from this, uh, depending on how you look at it, it might be that we're doing this video thing. So uh, the store has a YouTube channel and we have not used it for anything, but we do have it. So we will be putting not this episode, but the next episode, um, although it might be a little bit altered from what you get in the audio version. Uh, we're going to put that on YouTube. We are going to put episodes of uh, the Crimson Cowl Comic Club podcast up on YouTube because we were recording again the regular uh, audio for you know for that podcast, but we're also going to do some video. Uh, so this actually gives everybody, all of our listeners. Uh, I know we have listeners throughout the country. We have some listeners in other parts of the world. So uh, if you're listening in Ireland or Japan or any of those other countries that um, I've seen, we've had downloads and, and people listening to our podcast. You know this this will give you a chance to hop on YouTube, and I will provide uh, that that information uh, soon once we get it up. I want to make sure it's working. But the uh, the next episode, uh, yeah, I'll try to put all that information into it so that you'll know where to go to check out our YouTube video version of our podcasts. So that come from them. I, I would rather have our customers and our friends sitting here live and in person. But until this whole thing blows over, uh, the best way to do it is just to close the doors and and do it this way. So that's what's going on. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play the, uh, the episode. This is, again, last Saturday, wherein uh, it ended up being only two customers here. Anthony, who is my co-host, and uh, Jim actually were here for it. Uh, we had a couple people briefly pop in and uh, Jim, Anthony, and myself all stayed, you know, the, the proper distance apart. So we were able to, to do it that way. We wouldn't have enough room for a lot of people. We probably could have had a few more people in here, but we did stay our distance apart. And we had a few other people that were doing the curbside pickups for their orders and stuff like that. Again, this is last week, and here we go. Social distancing far as the checkouts go and just like uh, having a bunch of signs up when people come in and uh, we have every other checkout lane open so that and then we have somebody monitoring it kind of letting one long line set up and then we pull one person into a lane and then call the next person over rather than having everybody just in a pile together so we started doing that yesterday and doing it throughout as long as we it, need to. It's all crazy. <laughs> I mean, we're having to tape all of our worship services. I do devotions every day on online. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what I was wondering. Are you guys doing something like that? So you're not doing... Everything's canceled as far as in-person. Yeah. Is there anything that you are doing that's 
where, where you're actually face to face with no, everything's going by, like even we had a council meeting last week and we just did it with uh, go to meeting. So everything's been closed off that way. So, and I think it's got to be uh, that way for a while. We just have to, everybody will have to live with it. It's the only way to slow this down. So, yeah. And we felt as a church, especially, we should be setting the example rather than. So, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so you can find me online in many forms. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be discussing today uh, potentially even doing some sort of uh, alternative for, for doing the club. Well, that would be fine. I mean, we could just zoom all in to one person host the Zoom and all of us come in, and you can actually record that. So, one option would be like some sort of a video chat. Uh, one option might be just some sort of conference call type thing. And another option would be. People just recording their their viewers views. Yeah. The the problem with doing it that way is we somehow still have to collect those files. Yeah, I would. You know, if somebody wants to set it up, I think a Zoom thing would be great. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with it, but whatever. Um, basically, what you have is one person who hosts it, and there, when you start the conference, there in the middle of the screen, and everybody's got a small box on the outside that has the other people who are in. And then as you activate your mic and talk, your picture goes into the center. And then when you're done talking, it goes to the next person who talks. And you can record the entire thing as a, you know, and you could then put it out there, not just as an audio file, but a video file if you wanted with everybody. And I know people, I watch a drink and draw every week for artists that they do a YouTube live thing. Mm -hmm. And it's basically that. Yeah. I'm guessing Zoom is its own website or app or something yeah it's an app that yeah. you can all we could all get or you can go use go to meeting though i found that was much more clumsy and didn't work as well that one was it was called it's called go to meeting okay zoom is much more effective yeah welcome to all suggestions to yeah. you may have to like have one person pay for a zoom subscription or something but then you can everybody can go to the meeting using the app yeah we're definitely going to have to look at two alternatives and our conference call would be cool too we well, just get on the call and you have to have somebody with a speaker phone so you could record everybody coming in but and i mean we did the skype thing with uh peter Samedi. yeah as far as the audio i mean that all worked pretty yeah. good i'm not does uh skype though support multiple people coming in at the same time that's the one thing i don't know about skype yeah, it, it does but it's been a long time since i've used skype aside from from that, I mean, because way back when uh, Johnny and I did uh, in the can, that's that's what we used. Skype just we just did the audio, so not the not the video part of it, but we would do Skype calls, and then we'd actually record the files. I'm trying to remember how we set it up. So there was a thing called it's Skype answering machine mm -hmm. or Sam, and so we would use Sam would record. Calls. Calls. Okay. And then we would just take that file and put it in with ours, you know, okay. edit it together. And you could do that too. I've done Skype, so Skype's not a big I've only used it for one on one communication, but I, I have Skype, so I can. So I definitely have to look to see what's what's going to work the best. Um, maybe, maybe we'll pull something probably quickly um, to allow for time for people to. Uh, for all suggestions, uh, yeah. 
Well, just let me know, and I will join you. Because now I'm free every Saturday. Because <laughs> we do all the recordings during the week, and then we just drop them as they come up on on time. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and if we don't, I mean, video would be kind of neat. We don't do video, of course. People don't have to even get dressed. Cammy came down earlier, like, getting things ready, and she comes down. She goes, "Look, I got dressed today." <laughs> Yeah, you can just wear your fuzzy slippers and <laughs> sit in your living room. <laughs> well, guys, we'll see you later. All right, take care. Uh, thanks. <laughs> and as a... Okay. Because, um, yeah, because we can probably save all that for, you know, a post-discussion because I always find a lot of times, you know, podcasts talking about, you know, all the stuff that should just be left off here. You know, when you're just trying to figure out the logistics of like, well, should we do this? Should we do that? You know, just leave that to the Facebook group rather than right. And as case, far as and the in a case like of Skype or right, right, um, and most of that we will even the conversation that we just had here, um, putting into uh, the actual podcast. I feel is appropriate because the whole thing right now is what are people doing. What are what are the ways of getting around all this stuff? And uh, yeah, this is this is weird. I, I can just sit down here at the table because nobody else is here. You won't be skipped over, right? <laughs> I'll have to keep my phone handy because um, at some point I know Eric's going to call, and it's easy enough for me to hop up if I need to. But just uh, just a quick uh, fill in. And the information of what's going on for anyone who listens to this. So early in, earlier in the week, we decided that we should make some sort of arrangements to have people come in, pick up their comics and, and whatever, uh, whether they wanted to come in or just do like a curbside thing. So we posted that. I kind of left it open to, to all the people that come here, all of our customers. It, it just occurred to me as I'm trying to say that the customers doesn't quite seem to be the be a fitting term for everybody now because everybody now yeah. is more than customers. They're they're club members. There, yes, yeah. But uh, so I wanted to kind of not just make a decision on my own. Say, hey, this is what we're doing, but to kind of leave it up and open to everybody else. So kind of what I decided was, if you're comfortable coming in and sitting down with us, and you know buying your comics and participating in the club uh, discussion and everything, then fine, we're, we're open for that. And, of course, we're respectful to those who opt not to do that, which seems to be just about everything. But we wanted to give options, and so that's what we did, and people are taking advantage of those options. So it is just uh, you and myself for now. And listeners at home can tell that my voice is six feet away from David's voice. Yeah, we, we actually are. We're about six feet away. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're good. But, yeah, while all this uh, madness is going on, not only figuring out how to move forward with the, the club arrangements and everything like that, something that's very much related to uh, the discussion is someone brought it up online. I want to say... I don't know if it was Tom King, writer Tom King, that looking at 
all of the stuff that is on pause, your, your movie releases, your movie productions, television, your concerts, your musicals, your Broadway plays, your, you know, all of that stuff is typically on pause and hiatus. But comic books, the, the way they're created are almost created in a very social distancing manner. Right, because it's not um, it's not like the old days when everybody got together, you know, and uh, right at Marvel and right at DC and whatever, and everybody had their own little cubicle Getting and that's a bullpen. Yeah, and that's uh, that's where they're sitting and they're working and they're collaborating and and everything else. Um, it's gone to the two, yeah, the social distancing distancing one, working from home. You know, that's where people do a lot of their writing and their art and everything else. And they're sending in uh, digitally. So not really a lot has changed there. Now, I have seen some things as far as digital comics coming up, you know, reading digital comics. That's great as, as being a way that allows people to still read comics without having to leave the house and go to a comic book store or go wherever they're buying their comics. And doing that, it's not so great for comic book stores. Um, and that's where we're kind of left going, okay, what do we do? Because, um, I mean, at this point, Diamond is still distributing comics. Therefore, they are still charging us for comics, yeah. which means somehow we need to be able to pay for those comics. And the only way to do that is to continue selling. So it's, it's not that difficult for an operation like ours, you know, because we closed our, our official brick-and-mortar store. And we've got this small group of customers who buy directly from us. They pre-order and, and, and everything else. And in doing that, they've all agreed to purchase stuff uh, right away. We have a couple of customers who already couldn't make it in every week. And so we have their payment information on hand. And we can still charge them for their comics. And then they kind of pick it up whenever it's convenient for them. So... That, that is one option to have people give us their payment information and do it that way. The other, as we've seen today, is people kind of calling ahead and, hey, get my stuff ready. I'll be there, you know, 15 minutes and uh, doing a curbside pickup. And that's, uh, that's, that's fine, too. You know, we're willing to do that. Uh, we can still... That's one of the good things about having our portable POS rather than a stationary unit that's on the counter is because I can just grab it and I can walk outside and, you know, just run a credit card or whatever I got to do right there. So we do have, have these options that we're able to continue and people are still able to swing by and get their comics if they want to do it that way. I would be really concerned. You know, I'm, I'm concerned as it is because at any point there could be some, some changes you know, more, more lockdown and stuff like that, where we just can't operate. But as it is right now, we've, we found ways around it where we can still have, we, we still keep from having gatherings. We've had the most people that we've had so far today is, is three. It's been the two of us and we'd have one customer coming in at a time. It's really been spread out. So we haven't had to worry about anything like that, but I think you know, even right now, if we were still running the shop over on Barton Avenue, 
we already would have had to have made the decision, I think, to shut the doors. Yeah. I think it would have been the responsible thing to do. Even if, even if I personally don't believe in this whole thing, the responsible thing to do is to look at what are other people doing? What is the socially acceptable thing to do? Um, what is the best thing for our customers? Not even what's the best thing for our bottom line, but what's the best thing for our customers? So I think we would have already had to have made that decision. And I don't even know, because I've been so busy with other things, I've wanted to look at what other shops are doing, but I haven't. And I don't know if you have, because yeah. I know that you can follow a few of them. Yeah, I follow quite a bit, whether they're in Wisconsin or Illinois or anything like that. And they're all on that same situation as restaurants would be right now with basically takeout, you know, pickup, takeout type of deal. So a lot of the curbside is happening at tons of the shops. Um, I know the Lost World of Wonders just posted that, you know, all right, we're going to be closed on these days, have shortened hours on this. So they, they have some availability. There's a shop in Indiana that I was at called Galactic Greg's, and uh, I follow their page, and they had just changed it to... I think it's like five people at once in the building and they have specific guidelines when it comes to interactions and, you know, they've canceled all their after hour events, their D and D's and their games and all that kind of stuff. So almost all of the shops, at least around here and just what I would imagine around the country, if that world are in that boat where you said you would have to make that decision of, what's best for everybody and that's pretty much where everybody is but it's it's tough because all the overhead and, and everything else it doesn't take long to, to kill a small business you know part of the problem that we had you know there, there were a, a number of things that went into our decision to close our store but one of the problems that we had was when we have a slow month it would take you months to catch back up and last year we had um, we had a few very slow months all in a row, and we had a really hard time catching up, and uh, so that played a big part in our decision to to shut down. And with that in mind, I mean that's that's still having a number of people coming in. You don't make enough money off of comic books to even if you only did pre-order stuff only, and if it's paid for or whatever. When you're paying your rent and you're paying your electric and you're paying, you know, for for the inventory, including the, you know, not just the comics, but your freight and, and everything else, you have all this money that you have to sink into it. And if you're not getting that money back, it does not take long at all before um, you're in such a deep hole that there's really no way to come out of it. Uh, even now, we've got things to pay off. And one of the things that we talked about doing is kind of this rummage sale type thing, which we were hoping to do soon. And that way we could kind of pay off some of our old debt from the shop over on Barton Avenue, because um, we still had some things to pay for from over there. And that was kind of the thing is we're not really in this business right now to, to make money. We're making ne next to nothing the way that we're doing it. And we don't really have a way to do it because we can't, be open to the public right now. So we don't have people coming in and, and buying back issues and things like that that already take care of and paid for and just 
you know, 100% profit right now. Um, and that's where a lot of the shops make their money is from all that extra stuff. It's not just the new comics off the rack. It's all the stuff that they've got on their shelves, all their graphic novels, their, their, their toys, their back issues. A lot of places make a lot of their money off of back issues. We don't have people that can just come in at any time and, and buy that stuff. So we don't have all of that extra money. So we were really looking forward to doing this other sale that we were going to do and pulling a bunch of stuff out and having it open to the public where people could come in and buy stuff and, and then we could uh, try and get rid of some of that back debt. And now we're looking at it and, and well, that, that might not even be able to happen because they keep extending this thing and saying it's not going to be just for a month. It's not even going to be just for two months or three months. I've seen projections out to like October and I heard an eighteen month look. I've like. I've heard that. I don't know what that means for us, but under the circumstances, you know, I'm left with the sense of relief that we made the decision to shut down when we did because if you had signed if, a year lease. If we were in a in a year yeah. lease, I don't know yeah, if we if we would have re upped the lease and stayed in there, I don't know how we'd have made it. I mean we we'd be screwed. And, uh, and it would not take long at all to, to be in that situation. So I really feel for all of these other comic book store owners and all these other small businesses that are in similar situations. I mean, yeah, I mean, even the big chains and stuff like that are going to, are going to feel this, but really the, the small businesses, the really small businesses, all the mom and pop shops and, and stuff like that, this is just, I think going to kill a lot of them. As uh, a tip that uh, comic creator Tim Seeley threw out there, which is a pretty good idea. So let's say in your town, whether you live here, whether you're listening from wherever, uh, got a bunch of small businesses, restaurants, things like that, where you can't go in. And some restaurants are doing the takeout and things like that yet. But a good thing, if you're able to afford it and want to support those businesses, he had offered the idea of gift cards. Obviously, that's not going to be something for this business in particular, but let's say you have a local restaurant that you like going to, and that's something where, like, well, they could use the money now, and if you have the money to, you know, money that you would have spent anyways, buying gift cards gives them the money, and then you have those gift cards that, you know, when all this hopefully it blows over, you can go out and use those gift cards, but it's a way of kind of getting that money. It talked about with the comic shops too, that, you know, if you're not able to uh, get in there physically and uh, that's where you're, you know, if you're able to call, call in and pay for your stuff, you know, whether it's held for however long until you can pick it up, things like that. But saying how they're stuck with that cost, you know, being, if you're able to at least, pay for what you had pre-ordered to help cover them in the right. meantime. So at least the stuff that these places have ordered um, have a way of paying for, for those orders. I guess if it, if it ever comes to the point where uh, Diamond is no longer distributing, uh, which could be a possibility. Yeah. Um, and, uh, oh, and on that thought, I have a customer outside that I have to... Uh, Go deliver comics too. They're already paid for, so I will be right back. Okay, in the meantime, I am going to entertain. I'm going to sing a little ditty here that I uh, 
was made famous by Frank Sinatra, and uh, um, no, I, I can't do that at all. Uh, but yeah, more on that note of what he was talking about, um, digital comics being an option, obviously coming from a physical store, you don't want to promote that as much, but it might come to that, that uh, if you're looking for a way to read comics, or let's say you don't have a regular pull list, then you can go to Comixology, you can get these trial memberships and read Unlimited and just, you know, this is almost, uh, it's a very good time to take the opportunity to read something that you've always wanted to read or even create something that you've always wanted to create, you know, writing, you know, drawing, singing, podcasts. It's time to do some podcasts and a lot of people are doing that out there. So uh, while it is a lot of... Uh, down times going on and scary times and uncertain times. It is also could be an opportunity to create something uh, or work on that project that you've long procrastinated on and you want to get that. Uh, now you have the time to do it. Um, if you are, you know, staying at home, there are some of the people out there, your doctors, your nurses, your grocery store clerks and, uh, people like that that are still out there in the trenches, but uh, yeah, there, there's ways you can uh, make up for time at home. And uh, once again, going back to helping the local businesses, possibly buying those gift cards or paying for the product that you've already, you know, said you would buy and purchase. So. And now back to David. Well, actually we'll see what's happening here because we haven't heard from a couple of customers as far as what they were doing or what they're not doing. And as I delivered those comics out to Eric, Jim pulled up. So yeah. let's see if Jim is joining us or if yeah, Jim he, is, uh, you know, ditching us, keeping his distance. <laughs> there is distance. plenty of room around the table. Yes. Uh, we do have enough space here that people can sit, you know, even if he sat like over there, it's really far enough away. Um, so. We and, will, uh, and your foot almost crossed over the masking tape that I put on uh, the floor yeah. as I marked off my square. So uh, we got the kind of it's a six by six square etched in here. <laughs> but so. while you were gone, a brief I uh, just kind of continued to talk about what we were just saying, and then I also said this is a good time, good opportunity to be creative if you're stuck at home and you're bored, and if you had things that you wanted to read for uh, for a long time or. Uh, a podcast you wanted to start or a writing project or a drawing project, it's a good time to be creative and this this time too. So. Yeah, uh, well, for, for me, I've, I've mentioned this to a couple of people, it's like, I kind of wish that I had a few weeks that I was at home and, and doing this stuff because I have things I'd love to work on. Hi. Hello. I'm one of those people though that probably will continue to work even if there's a big shutdown or whatever. So, yeah, we'll see transportation still gotta go. Yeah, that's right. I work. My paying job is in the transportation industry, and so, um, yeah, they gotta keep the trucks on the road to deliver the toilet paper. And, uh, toilet paper that I could just try to stack. So, um, or anyone else. So we assume as you're uh, taking off the coat and the hat and everything that you're sticking around. Sure. Okay. There we go. Uh, uh, we we kind of mentioned. Otherwise, it would just be you two talking to you guys. You sit there all day long, huh? Yeah, uh, pretty <laughs> much. Um, 
I think we, I grab them actually here. Oh. <laughs> so, so if you want to look through. I need stack for Jim here. Spider Woman. Spider Woman? Yeah. That's what Damon said too. His first thing that he said was like, wait. I didn't know this. Because he's always <laughs> worried about did we get everything or is he missing anything? He's like, I, I, don't, I don't get Spider Woman. And he's like, oh, well, this you is do now. So, so now you are. Jessica Drew <laughs> Yeah, kind of like what you were saying too. That you know, some people have asked me about that as well. Like, like, oh, you should have a lot, you know, time to watch this or watch that. I'm like, actually, I'm working more than ever, and I'm like, I, I've got less time. You work at a grocery store. You're busy. Are, are you guys hiring a bunch of people? Because I'm seeing things posted. Pick and Save is hiring, you know, it's in the thousands, and um, we're just no. Everyone, uh, I don't think we've had we've had a couple people employees that I think uh, you know since our business. Employees mostly uh, younger kids, you know, teenagers to work. There's only a few of them, I think, that were, you know, asked to take the time off, which is understandable, you know, if the parent doesn't want their child there. And, but for the most part, I think, you know, everyone's been working and everyone's just putting in time. And one cool thing that we've been doing at Big Wiggly is in the last uh, couple of days now, um, our owner and my cousin has been going around and basically getting orders for like J.O.'s is a local restaurant. We have the coffee corner, the local coffee corner restaurant, you know, um, and we've been placing store-wide orders and, you know, kind of people getting treated to like, hey, you need a coffee, a smoothie, blah, 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 you know, I need a, need a meal for today during your long shift and things like that and supporting those businesses that are reduced to takeouts, you know, online orders and things like that. So that's that's one thing that we've been doing is kind of trying to, it's kind of giving back to the community while serving the community too. Yeah, I've, I've seen a number of places, which is funny because everybody's cutting back their hours, you know. You get Walmart, who was 24 hours and they cut back to 11 o'clock and then back to down to uh, 8 o'clock or whatever it is. And, and some of that. so you're seeing people cutting hours which I think I, I've heard in part is to have more time and whatever to better be able to restock. Yeah. Um, but it's probably also because they probably do have some people who aren't going to work. They probably have, uh, I mean, they don't have the door greeters anymore at, uh, at Walmart. But they probably, I would imagine, have some, some employees who are better off not coming into Walmart that is packed full of people. So I don't know if they've just juggled their shifts around or how they're, how they're doing things over there. There are places that are hiring though. Like I said, I, I saw posts about uh, pick and save hiring all these people. Um, they're David's hiring girl, all these people? All these, yeah, they're hiring all these people. Uh, <laughs> I don't David, know, all these people too. was looking for a job and uh, she, uh, she had an interview at Costco, uh, and one of her back up to Afton. She's staying with us for a little bit, and uh, went up there for an interview. They hired her on the spot and had her start the very next day. <laughs> so there Did are you do a background there. check and see her list yeah, of. We partners. don't care. We need you. <laughs> um, what an embezzlement! No problem. <laughs> so, uh, and then as people. Uh, of course, are out of work or whatever. You know, there's there's the big discussion on 
all that's being taken care of, how to be healthy, speak well, whatever. For uh, for my family, our situation is okay right now. Again, and I'm working in the transportation industry. It's also um, considered a a low contact operation where we we don't have a lot of contact with a lot of people, and we've reduced that by not letting vendors come into us. Um, same thing is we are a lot of places that we deliver parts to and whatever. We are not allowed to go in. It's uh, leave them out the door and call them or knock on the window and run away. But it, and that's basically <laughs> what it is. Um, and come out but, and but we're still there. Up and... um, now, th- there's there's talk there too, because while we won't be shut down, we will have less business. So, um, so it's been discussed whether or not we'll have to cut hours and stuff like that. There again, I'm probably safe because I'm salary. Um, so I'm going to get paid whether I'm reducing my hours or not. But that's not true for all of my employees because I'm in management. And right now, we're trying to make sure that everybody's able to get their 40 hours. So there's a lot of cleaning going on right now. But we've got a lot of business that we're, we're not getting right now because places have scaled back. And um, a lot of our business comes from bus companies. And they're all off. And they've, they've changed the, the time. Some of them are planning on being off the rest of at least the academic school yeah. year. So uh, others that are still working for one reason or another have, uh, have, have put spending freezes. And so they're not buying the first. So, I mean, we're, we're definitely losing some business there. But right now we're trying to make sure that people are, are still able to uh, be at work and be paid and, and things like that. There's a couple different positions where people have been able to switch to working from home, but they're still working. So, uh, so as of right now, that, that's good. Tammy working for the school district is not working right now, but still being paid. And I think part of that is, well, they still have that money allocated for school staff. The money's already there. So why not use it, you know? Um, And they're basically told that they're more or less on call. You know, so be prepared, pay attention to your emails and stuff like that. You might be asked to come in. That's kind of where they're at. I mean, things are different from one industry to another as far as the, uh, how it's affecting uh, employees. And people going to work or staying home. Wiggly Wiggly is still busy right now. Yeah. I just stopped there on my way in, and I think I spent more time in line waiting to check out than I did actually shopping. Yeah, I was explaining just how, you know, setting up the social distancing checkout lanes, and just we started doing that yesterday just to. Mike and Aaron both there monitoring the lines, and next person directing them. And yeah, I was there early. My truck, surprisingly, I had two of my trucks this week were over a day late. And then today's truck was only two hours late. So once we got through that, and I'm just like, you know what? It's been a long week. We have the kids working. We're waiting for our, our other big grocery truck. And I'm like, I'm out of here. I, I put in my time. So I'll be back at it tomorrow. So I said, I got Spider Ham to read. So I really didn't read that. So. But yeah, and uh, with with meat being one of those things that seems to be sold out everywhere, um, 
Spider-Man's probably about the only family they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's just a matter of being able to catch up. So, um, so today is delivery and order and everything. Like, milk's been really good and all that kind of stuff. But a couple things being hit on, you know, eggs really taking a hit. Yeah, when I was there on Monday, the store was like, had almost no meat at all. It yeah. Was like, a little bit here, and I was like, I found one package of chicken breasts, and it's like, whoa. I wanted fresh ones, I had to get free frozen ones, so. But, um, yeah, that's the biggest thing, is like, you know, not running out of food, or just running out of time to get the food, and stock the food, and keep the food there, to just, it's not just. Same, just different publishers. It's all just uncharted territory when it comes to dealing with this, and we, we as a business, and working as long as we have individually in the grocery businesses have never come across something like this before. So it's all just, it's all new ground. But definitely something we're going to be talking about for, uh, <laughs> hey, you remember when? Like in 2020? And Pandemic of 2020. Well, it's like my kids aren't going to remember 9-11, but this, the, uh, they might remember Probably. depending on how much it affects them. You know, Ethan's already homeschooled, so... Not really having much effect on him. It's okay, uh, he's going to know what she's in for now, huh? And uh, Katie feels a little chipped because they've already said, you know, so the rest, yeah, the rest of the academic year, you know, they're, they're doing it this way. And after this year, she was going to go to online school from home. So she kind of wanted to finish out her last sure. regular year. But, you know, this gives her a taste of what she's in for next year. There you go. I'm going to go home and I'll see if we can get together a game of Pandemic. <laughs> I actually thought about that. So, yeah, wondering if you were uh, showing up or not, because I think he was the, like, the last one out of the group that we were kind of waiting Everybody yeah, else to kind of see... More or less. So I was going to look at, you know, I only brought a certain amount for the, the podcast later. I didn't bring any. You didn't? <laughs> no. Well, then I might be back in that book because I was going to look at, like, all right, what did I read and maybe um, I can go through it. Do you have anything that I might have read I could do instead? Or uh, I didn't actually bring any books. Yeah, nothing that we read here. Nothing from my stack that you also read, so that's four. Uh, 4726. The only thing I have that I'm going to bring, but I haven't finished reading it yet, was the Rockin' and Groot book. Oh, okay. It's kind of young. Yeah, yeah. Are, part of it is kind of oh, Okay, yeah, yeah. Apparently it was a series. Yeah, yeah it was like a, I'm trying to think how many issues, but... Ten, I believe. Okay, sounds right. I think Scotty uh, did first six. Did you read, uh... No. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I've only read part of it, so I just snuck out. I'll be faking my way through. <laughs> but you haven't been reading it. No, I haven't. Been reading it. I just snuck on it, like it's... Yeah, that's. <laughs> I I intentionally left this week's books up there because I keep having that problem of wait, were these last week's books or were they this week's books? I don't want to bring something to the table that I'm not supposed to talk about yet. So we'll see. Oh. I Keep forgot to give uh, Kurt's dad his uh, Spider-Woman thing. Just funny, I could have swore he had that on the, on the pile there. 
See, it, you just a poster? You didn't cross over there, Jeff. You were to put it like up oh, there. Oh, the streaming show, huh? Yeah, the the old cartoon. It was a cartoon before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seventies? Nineties? Uh, I think so. It was. It, it's old. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Cause I had forgot about it too until uh, Disney Plus came out that there was a Spider Woman cartoon. But yeah, it's uh, looks nice. It's definitely older than a lot of those '80s ones, like Spider Man and his Amazing Friends, and you know stuff like that. It's, it's older than that stuff. Um, it's uh, probably a little bit more comparable to the original Spider Man cartoon, with the most famous theme song. Um, you know the animation and quality and everything is more more on par with that. Speaking of movies and television, Disney Plus and all that stuff with the theaters, you know, closing down and this and that. And, uh, Onward, which just came out in theaters, which I did see in theaters, by the way, um, loved it. It's going to be on. It's on digital now. And then Disney Plus, like soon. Or? I don't know about. Disney Plus, but it is a digital. You know, Amazon's calling it uh, Amazon Cinema, okay, Prime Cinema or Prime Cinema, and where you can still in theaters, but you can pay twenty bucks to buy it now. Yeah, and there's a lot of a lot of them that are testing that method. Uh, like I know Trolls Two is set to come out soon. I think they're doing that like twenty dollar iTunes, forty eight hour rental. Amazon has four movies that are available now. That way, it's uh, Onward, Emma, uh, The Hunt, and The Invisible Man. Yeah, the big question, because when this whole coronavirus started to affect me personally, is when they delayed the Black Widow movie. And that's when I'm like, okay, now this thing is real. We we need a cure. (laughs) Um, Not when they canceled the Flash productions? The what now? Flash. Flash. TV? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. TV show. Maybe. Yeah, I'm sure all that, that stuff yeah. is on. Yeah. They're all on hiatus. So yeah, I think it's probably a little difficult to film anything with uh, groups of under ten rest. people. Let's see if we get our director runs the camera. The guy on off stage is running the sound system. <laughs> Grant Gustin. Grant Gustin. Yeah, you're not in the scene. You want to hold, hold the boom mic and. <laughs> Oh, um, Flash could do everything that's not on screen for because he could just run back and forth. Yeah, there you go. There was somebody on Twitter who was kind of taking a poll, being like, how much would you pay if uh, Disney decided to do the rent at home for Black Widow? And I told you this earlier, but then I uh, I just replied with the uh, gif of Steve Rogers from Endgame just going, whatever it takes. <laughs> and... Uh, but you know that's a, you know they haven't said yet when what they're going to do with those plans and I don't know enough about business and money and all that kind of stuff to think like because that well Trolls Two is a big movie that you know cost a big chunk of money and would bring in a big chunk of money but like would the Black Widow movie be the first out of you know of that quote unquote summer blockbuster. To fall under that uh, under that trap, but um, uh, <laughs> sharing a meme in between there for the <laughs> Eric had posted that one. I did. Sounds oh, like nice. something he would post and share. 
But yeah, so it's interesting to see if, uh, you know, for something that is going to be the end of May or end of April, early May, there's people talking about whether or not San Diego Comic-Con in July would happen and a lot of industry people thinking like, I don't see it happening. Well, I have seen a few things that um, were scheduled coming up here within the next month or so that have been pushed back and, you know as they're rescheduling it, they've been rescheduled to, like, June. Oh, nice. So, um, so I'm just wondering... What about all the stuff that's happening in June? Are they gonna... <laughs> well, and, and the thing is, is that too soon? You know, fact, if, if you've got to go through... If you're going through all the trouble to reschedule stuff and you're pushing it back anyways, is June far enough back? Because um, a lot of people would say no right now. Um, it, it looks like things are going to be uh, kind of kind of like they are now for for the next few months. It's not, you know, a lot of people say, this is closed for four weeks, this is done for four weeks, but you're hearing a lot of things more and more that, you know, four weeks isn't going to be enough and we're going to have to push things off even further. Especially since not everybody's on board with the four-week shutdown. I think the only way that, that really would have worked to do just four weeks and we can go back to our normal life would have been just a nationwide four-week shutdown, everything, you know. And usually nationwide is on your side, but this time. <laughs> is that like uh, the state? State firm thing. Somebody posted something asking about his uh, his Jake wearing his khakis now. Well, he's working from home. And he still still has to work wear his khakis. Is he wearing wearing something more hideous? Boxes and a greasy t-shirt. Of I could work from home. Actually, Tammy uh, asked me. Uh, you know, in the in the industry that you're in, are are have there have there been been issues? Oh yeah. Hotels are really slow. Um, not completely shut down because there are people that still need to travel. And we actually have some permanent residents at ours. So, but, um, so as long as they're not completely shut down, there is work for me because you got to have somebody there 24 hours a day, at least one person. But um, they're probably going down to no housekeepers and just the housekeeping manager in addition to front desk staff. So, so you would think that the housekeeping would actually be the, the, the safe jobs here. Once, once you clean the room and you don't sell it again, you don't have to do anything with it. As long it. as it's closed off. So like, yeah, as long as it's just the rooms that are turned over and a lot of our long-term stays do not have daily housekeeping. They don't want it. They just want somebody to come in every day. So uh, one person can, t- can take care of 15 rooms in that case. Yeah. So, and then we already stopped breakfast, so um, instead we're packing up little bags with, you know, pre-packaged, you know, pastries and stuff like that so that people can just grab one and go and not congregating in a breakfast room or anything. Breakfast canceled. <laughs> grab and go. The most important part of the day. Well. Go, the most important part. It's funny because even, uh, you know, where I work, we're... Taking all these precautions, um, they have the, they have gloves out for everybody to use. They've got hand sanitizer on the counters. They've got wipes and 
everything else. Now, I mean, what they ask us to do is a little bit more than what we can realistically do. Because, uh, like, they want us to wipe down all the toners and everything with these wipes. Uh, you know, every every two hours. You know, at least every two hours we're supposed to go through this. We got, like, one thing of wipes. You know, those aren't going to last long every couple and hours. you can't find them. <laughs> um, even, even gloves. Now, it makes sense if you're working in a small area or doing kind of one thing. But... If you're just putting on gloves and you're wearing those gloves and you're doing everything with those gloves on, that's really no different than if you're just doing everything with your hands. Um, so they put out this, well, this is how you're properly supposed to use the gloves. And it still doesn't really work for what we're doing. Because it says, you know, the proper procedures are you wash your hands, then you put the gloves on. Uh, anytime you switch to a different task, or leave one area to go to another area, you should be changing your gloves. With what I do, I'm constantly going from one task to another and going from one spot to another. I mean, I would get nothing done because my day would be washing my hands and changing gloves. Um, you know, so it's it's really difficult to actually carry out all these precautionary measures. But, you know, everybody at least does really the best they can. I, if everybody would just wash their hands, even after all this, I've gone to the bathroom, you know, and they're going to the bathroom. I see somebody's in there or whatever, and I see them like leave and walk through the door, and they didn't wash their hands. Sick was right there, guy. <laughs> yeah, it's like we're making such a big deal of everything, and you still have people who aren't even washing their hands after using the bathroom, which you should be doing all anyway. the time, not just during some global pandemic. Well, at least he's probably not spreading the Norbit virus just because he didn't wash his hands after the bathroom. There's other things you have to worry about with that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, anytime that we have some sort of lunch thing or whatever at work, I make sure that I get in there and I get my food right a bit way before or anybody else could a lot of other people do. Because there's one particular department that we have where I always see people using the bathroom, not washing their hands, coming from doing their job, not washing their hands, and going in, bare hands, grabbing food, whatever. And so if I'm not in there early to grab food, I'm not eating it. I'm not hungry. Yeah. Uh, and then we had, you know, of course, all these precautions, everything's, you got your wipes on the counter and your hand sanitizer on the counter. And one of the guys um, that I worked with had a bag of, it was some sort of pot, snack thing. I don't know. It wasn't like chips or whatever, but uh, I don't know. They're kind of these round tube-shaped things. I'm not even sure what they are. Okay. But he didn't want them. So he has one of the guys dump it in a bowl and put it out on the counter for whoever wants it. So, so now you got this environment where you're trying to like not spread any germs or whatever, and you just put out a bowl of these things that people are just digging in, grabbing, and Somebody made a big deal of it, which is understandable. Now, the person that made a big deal was overly dramatic about it, but they weren't wrong by pointing out that, hey, this doesn't make any sense to do this when we're trying to stop the spread of germs and everything else. So their fix for it was to put tongs in it, and with a sign saying, use tongs. So now you got everybody instead everybody of sticking their hands right in, everybody's tongs. grabbing the same tongs. And 
BYO Tom. That does not work in a case like that. So, yeah, there's... Some people just aren't thinking things through. Yeah. And we shut off the use of uh, the water refill station and the coffee grinder and things like that. That just... Those things, you know, closed off the bubbler, obviously. Yeah, they're right up front in the front offices. Usually people think like the bathrooms are there and then we have the bubblers right there. Now they gotta drink directly out of the show. Exactly. <laughs>